Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Parental Advisory Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Man, it's been a long time coming. Um, I do want to start off just saying that this episode is actually sponsored by South Seas Streetwear. Um, it's an artist out of Montgomery, Alabama. You can actually find their material. Oh, Mikey. here you go. Yeah. You know, here's a little Not bit. Not forget Say you like got the shirt I on. I know, right? <laughs> I don't forget I got the merch on. I'm rocking the merch. But um, you can actually find them on Instagram at South, S-O-U-F-C-S-E-A-S, one of one. And that's the number, Very one dope. of one. So, yes, sir, definitely support black business as always. But um, like I said, we are here, the Parental Advisory. I want to just thank, first and foremost, Aww. my co-host, my yeah. team for being here. You know, I'm so appreciative. Like I said, this is, as it says right up there, it all starts with a dream. This has been a dream of mine, and you all are helping me oh, to dope. achieve my dream. So I'm appreciative of y'all, and I want to thank you. So um, essentially give a, a, a quick background on what our mission is while we're here. Um, what we're here is to really just provide invaluable content that will help with some of the challenges and the day-to-day -day aspects of being a parent in the world today. Mm -hmm. um, we know there's so many negative influences out there. So, you know, what we're here is to shine some brightness on it. We're not here to uh, down uh, the other side of the game. We're here to really uplift and provide positive feedback. So um, I hope you like what you hear. Um, we look forward to getting feedback from you. And uh, what I really want to do is just start off with introducing our team members. So um, I'll actually do the right thing and say, ladies first. Yes. Um, I'll start with <laughs> Tiffany. Okay. I will just let you know she is the hardest working in Atlanta. Oh, my God. The hardest working woman in Atlanta, in my opinion. In my opinion. That's I what mean, I saw on the internet. That's yeah. 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 She's a hard working woman. So I don't want to take anything away from her. We'll let you go ahead and oh, introduce that. yourself. Yes, so my name is Tiffany Feliciano. I'm originally from Philly, moved to Atlanta about four and a half years ago. I am the proud mother of four fantastic children, my twins that are 15, my other daughter's 14, and I have a awesome son that is three years old. Um, I do event design. My passion is design. I do podcasting. Um, I just love anything, everything creative. Uh, I've been married. I've been single. I have teenagers, I got a three-year-old, I got experience. So here I am. And now you see why I said she's the hardest working woman in Atlanta. So salute and respect thank to you. Tiffany. Very much. No one's ever thanked me for having children, so thank you. Hey, that's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Hey, it's a feat. It's a feat. We'll um, move on over to another hard-working brother I got here. I call yes. him Mr. International, Mr. Worldwide, because can't keep up with him, man. He is on the go all the time. So it's been a, a brother of mine for 20 plus years at wow. this at yeah, this rate so um you know always dropping gems but i want to once again take away so terrence i'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself definitely appreciate it definitely thank you for having us yes. on the show this yes. is this is pretty dope um name is terrence caldwell um a native of orangeburg south carolina um small black college town and it definitely impacted my upbringing for sure um been a resident of Atlanta, Georgia for about 15 years now. Seems like 15. Right. That's been a long time. Um, proud Tennessee State graduate. and um, Big Blue. You know, I do some engineering mm -hmm. on the side. I've been doing engineering, <laughs> I think, like 17 years now. Um, director of an engineering firm here as well. But my passion is HBCUs. And so anyone who knows me um, knows I'm a proud, proud advocate for historically black colleges and universities. And oh. so we'll talk about that all the time. Um, <laughs> I think what? 
couple of days ago, we just dropped off eight scholarships wow. uh, to some HBCU-bound students. I'm real proud about that, and that's always something that uh, I breathe and eat every day, um, you know, just the culture itself. So uh, we're going to talk about parenting because, you know, I, I have I've one small one-year-old dope boy. Wait a minute. And, uh, don't say dope. one small. That's a big deal. Now. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is. This is, is new to me, um, and he's going to have 107 HBCs to choose from. So, yes, so, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're definitely going to raise him the right way. So I'm excited about that. Um, he just celebrated his first birthday. So uh, I'm new to the game in terms of the parenting, but um, I've learned a lot. Um, come from a big family outside, you know, myself. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be dope. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I said, these folks have so much experience in so many avenues. So that's why when, you know, the thought came into my head and I said, you know, who – who would I want to be on the team? Like mm -hmm. these are the people that popped in my head first, and there's a reason for that. So now we'll move on to our local licensed therapist of the youth and of the kid. This is a friend that I've actually known for. Whew, I don't want to give our age away, but probably close yeah. to 30 years. Wow. Um, you know, she hails from Southfield, Michigan. Um, her name is Marquita. And I will not take her thunder. I will let her uh, introduce herself. You know, she was so gracious to join us remote. Um, thanks so much for this studio and their fantastic technology yes. that we can have her <laughs> pop up and be here. So, um, Marquita, you can go ahead and, and, and do your thing. Hey. Um, there she is. Now, thank, thank you for asking me to be on, be on this. And um, I'm Marquita. Um, McCutcheon. Uh, I am a therapist. I've worked with kids for about 10 to 11 years at this point. Um, I have two kids of my own. I have two daughters. Uh, one is 14 and one is five. And um, single, never been married. Um, so it was just me and my girls. And um, I, you've talked to me about being the, the therapist and the professional on the show. And <laughs> Um, I think y'all gonna learn quickly that my therapy is a little different. So, <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we know, need. You know, think outside the box. I appreciate it. Parents, you know, kids alike. So definitely, um, I'm excited to, you know, do this with you all. I love it. Is it cold up there? Mm -hmm. I think it was snowing a couple of days ago. Right? It snowed yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Three inches of snow yesterday. No one in Atlanta will probably snow for us tomorrow. Man, no. don't, <laughs> don't, don't speak that. Don't, say that. don't put that yeah. out there. We're not built for it. <laughs> yeah. I slipped and fell yesterday. I think no. I oh, no. Yeah, I'm too Did anybody old see you? Like, not, not too old. Was like World Star or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whole left side. I was like, man, oh, man. come on, this going to hurt. You yeah. better soak in some Epsom salt. Right. Yes. Didn't you just I, say oh, you want to show your age? You just said that. You <laughs> just <laughs> said that. Hey, hey, that's yeah. cool. Side note, I'm embarrassed, Marquita. Marquita was a, I was her prom date back in high school, yo, too. Oh, hey. <laughs> I know, right? Yo, I'm going to bring the picture one day. I'm going to bring the picture. Oh, you didn't come equipped with the picture? Hey, we, we killed it. Hey, we killed oh, it. Oh, man. Um, man, them hairstyles. Oh. Hey, them hairstyles. Uh, no, I'm not gonna go there. What, go there. what no, color was worn? Oh, we was pink and white, baby. I mean, oh, it, was, man. it was killing. I even had the yes, pink. Yes, the was like, yes, hey, <laughs> yes, yes. Pink socks. Kiki Technically, had... it was fuchsia. It was okay. fuchsia. You know, okay. I'll, I'll let you do. Hey, I'll we were it. we were coordinated though. You know, okay. we were coordinated. Amen. But was it one of those Steve Harvey suits you used to wear back oh, in the day? You know, was it baggy? Now. 
It was baggy, but it wasn't Steve Harvey. It was a double-breasted, but it wasn't eight buttons. You know what I'm saying? All the cats from like Detroit. the Detroit area used to come down with five buttons hey. in their suit oh freshman year. Yo, you right. No, when I was my prom, I did have like the seven-button joint, oh, the three-quarter length. Well, you can cream. fit a whole other person in there if they wanted to. I was clean, though. I was right. clean. Right. I was clean. Then. Or so I thought. Right. Then. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. But um, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. That's weird. But... um. I'm Remy Burks. I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. I actually moved to Southfield, Michigan um, when I was 12, suburb of uh, Detroit, which was uh, very interesting. You know, growing up in a very urban area, urban, when I, I mean, it was hood. I, I was going to say, oh, it was are hood. we not allowed to hood. say hood? It was hood. It was hood. <laughs> and moving to a more affluent um, area. I think when I moved there in 95, I want to say Southfield had the highest income per capita for African-Americans. So coming mm. from the west side of Chicago right. to Southfield, Michigan, was a huge transition yeah. where I met some of my longest um Longest lasting friends, Marquita being one of them. Um, I'm also a graduate of Tennessee State University. Big Blue. Big Blue Baby, uh, where I was a member of the aristocrat of bands. So I am a band nerd, if you will. Uh, we're also doing great things. We were just recently at the uh, Rose Bowl. We also performed at the White House. So we got some good stuff in store for next year. So shout out to the AOB. Um, I moved down to Atlanta back in 2012. So it's been almost 10 Thank years you. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a father of one daughter. I love her. It's the love of my life. Um, I am by trade a healthcare sales executive. So um you know, I sell to hospitals and I, I do the whole wearing the suit nine to five thing. But you know, after that, I like to take off my corporate suit and put my hat to the back. And suits uh, are better though now, right? I know the suits are yeah. much better. Yeah, they're more tailored. <laughs> you no know, more, they're more tailored. No more K and G. No, no more K and G. We had to step it up. So, um, yeah, and I've just you know really enjoyed being a father. Um, you know, it's. Every day is just something new, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just watching them grow and, you know, you're kind of molding um, your own little person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, like we all have and, and we'll touch on this, I've, I've done some great things and I've made some mistakes along the way. But that's what makes you a great parent. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. Yeah. You know, you're going to learn and, you know, fail and you're going to learn from those around you. So, you know, just really excited to, to get going and um you know, hopefully we're going to, well, not hopefully, but definitely we're going to, you know, bless you with some gems that will, you know, help you uh, with your parenting and maybe some things that you've been stuck on. We'll be able to drop some things for you and, um, you know, provide you with some invaluable content. True. So um, we're going to kind of kick it off with um, two truths and a lie. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So we're going to just to kind of give you a background on who who we are. So who who, who wants to kick it off? I say Kiki. Kiki? <laughs> okay, okay, all right. I got you. I've been working on this for a while. Hell no, I'm not getting this stuff. <laughs> so my two truths and a lie. All right. So I had to write them down. Sorry, y'all. Um, I once moved to a state in a city that I'd never been to before because I was mad at somebody. Um, I um, when I get in my car and start driving, I typically whistle um, the Golden Girls theme song, <laughs> and um, I'd never lived alone. Hmm. The Golden Girls thing, oh. I feel like, is you, KK. So I'm yeah. going to say that's the truth. Um, Shout out to Blanche. You've <laughs> never lived alone. That's a lie. Now, that is actually the truth. I've never lived alone. Oh. 
I've never lived alone from living in college to my parents to then I had a baby and then it was like, yeah, oh, wow. never by myself. Never. I guess, wow. I guess I can say the same thing mm-hmm. now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> have I, ever, I have never had my I own space. <laughs> never. I, I wish I did. Hmm. I wish I did. Sometimes even when I've lived with somebody, I felt like I was alone. Oh, but that was neither no. here nor there. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we we got to get into that. Oh, no, man. No, 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 that's good. Or something, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Okay, so what do you think is her her lie? So we know the last one is not a lie. So process of elimination. She's either singing Golden Girls or she moved to a state because she was upset with someone. I'm going to go right? with the Golden Girls. That right? yeah. Um, yeah, the Golden Girls is a lie. I can't whisper oh, to save my life. Not, not that even was just close. so far fetched. I just knew that was the truth, man. That was your show, too. <laughs> <sighs> nah. Okay. No, but I, I did. I moved to Massachusetts and I had never been there before. Like, I applied for a job online did a phone interview then they um they called me to come there and they said it was a second interview but it was really just filling out employment paperwork oh so yep I'm indeed a, to do yeah. that so you guys style you be a pastor Ooh. tomorrow i, I didn't did know that. black I people live in massachusetts connecticut <laughs> and all that stuff up there but kiki who was we mad at who got you um, upset you know that's what you know we can get into that later oh, that's, that's just my parenting isn't it right? yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> it was that's interesting up, you okay. know move on stuff and yeah all right. Now, I wrote mine's down. Okay. Hold okay. on. I like it. Y'all are prepared. I'm a wing yes. it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been skydiving and um, bungee jumping on the same day. Okay. I was married twice, and I've had all of my children, including my twins, with no epidural. Ooh. That's painful. Um... I don't know. You kind of G, so I'm gonna say that. Your, uh, <laughs> I'm, say, I'm gonna say your truth is the epidural. I'm gonna say you you didn't you just toughed it out. What do you think? She's from Philly, though, right? Oh um, my goodness! Right? South Philly, East Philly, West Philly, North Philly. Philly. Born and raised. North Philly, Fifth and Tioga. Oh, um, all the Philly states. You could. Do <laughs> I'm gonna say the first one is a lie because it's kind of tough to do that. In one day. Okay. Kiki? Oh. I immediately thought the second one, that you were married twice, was a lie. But I think the now I'm changing it to the first one because I think that that's... You seem like the type that had the babies with no after. I'm See, not that strong. Everybody think you're a G. Um, <laughs> bully. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I have not been married twice. Uh-huh. I was only married uh-huh. once. Okay. I did have all of my children with no epidural. The twins, I actually had my labor pretty much in my place. So by the time I got to the hospital, I was at a point where I couldn't get the epidural. So when I had my youngest daughter, it was like, Tiff, you had two, you better. You know what I'm saying? So she almost came out in the car. And then my son actually had a beautiful water birth. That was impeccable. That was actually my longest labor, but eight hours. I don't know how people do that on their back, but in the water, it was... It was an experience. It was amazing. I'm going to take that back. And yes, I went to Vegas when I was 21 years old. And a group of us decided we were going to go bungee jumping. We did bungee jumping. And I was like, this, I want the real deal. Let's do that right now. And in Vegas, you can do anything. So we went skydiving three hours later. And ah. that was it. Mm. Yeah. So accomplished. <laughs> I, can't, I don't want to follow that up. I'll let you go, Terrence. Oh, nah. uh, okay. Um, and this is completely off the dome. 
Um, I'll give you three. Uh, number one is I lived in Kansas for two years. Kansas. Um, <laughs> number two is every day I smoke weed. Number three is I truly only want one kid. Which one is the lie? <laughs> Man. The lie? I'm going to say, just with your engineering mind <laughs> and what you have to put into engineering minds, you don't smoke weed every day. Excuse me? Waking and baking is just fine. I, I, and you can be productive. You can. That is true. So I'm not going to eliminate But I don't want somebody, you know... You're not civil. What you're not civil engineering, are you? Electrical. Okay, all right. But still, I don't want you know somebody running my wires that was getting blazed. And a house. I do. You might walk in back. Hey, right. Hey. <laughs> 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 what do you say? Okay. Um, hmm. I guess I'm gonna say you're not a waker baker uh, because the Kansas City, you're Mr. International, so you're kind of everywhere. And one kid, I highly doubt. Your wife is going for that. So I'm going to say you're not awake and bake. Okay. Uh, Safia, what do you think? Um, I'm going to say the Kansas. That's the, it seems like the obvious that you would have lived there, so I'm going to go with that that's a lie. And there's nothing around. I don't think you wake and bake. You might bake before you sleep. You know. All right. So yeah. Hey, I don't. I don't smoke weed at all. I had one real experience that it was a LA thing. You know, went to Roscoe's, tried to do that because I thought that was a California thing, and I was stuck in a parking lot for a couple hours. No. You know? oh. Oh. Stuck. He was baked. He was on that yeah, Cali. Yeah, I he was on that. No, hey. the rental car. I had to leave That's it there. Funny. That Khalifa Kush. Oh, he was on I that KK. I'm not built for that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. I figured. I was like, I've been knowing you. I'm like, I've never, you know, I never. <laughs> not, not my thing. But uh, Kiki has a point. Like, you don't have to necessarily wake and bake. You, you'd be shocked by how many people bake and sleep. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It hits Engineers included. Yeah, it hits everybody differently from yes. what I've been told. From what I've been told, I, I, I've never, you know. You get phenomenal uh, yeah, sleep. I've, I've never participated in uh, <laughs> any kind of medicinal uh, experiences ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Babies are watching. Right. I, know, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, now I guess I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the hot seat. So, let's see. I'll give you three. I've performed on stage at the Chicago Theater. It seems like I'm lying because I'm... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've performed on stage at the Chicago Theater. I've been on the Oprah Winfrey show. I've been arrested in California. Who? let me go first. Um, I don't think you've been arrested, actually. So I think that's a lie. Number three is a lie. Um, I know you've been to the Oprah show. I know that already. Um, I can see you getting arrested in California. So. I don't really. I, just... I don't see you performing at the Chicago Theater. Well, mm, you were you played the you were in the band. Right. I wasn't in the band when I lived in Chicago. So yeah, but that it. means you don't have pres you know stage fright of mm -hmm. that you know that kind of thing. But what were you doing on the Chicago Theater? Uh, was it by choice? Can I ask a question? 
Is that is that part of that's, the two truths and lies? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna say Chicago theater. Okay, Kiki. Okay, so I'm go- I'm gonna say even though I strongly believe that all three of these are true, um, <laughs> just messing with us because I can definitely picture you getting arrested in California. <laughs> I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that that's the one that's a lie because I. It's something about you that you'll be like, well, when I was seven, we had a school performance. Right, the right, Theater, right, right. And we had to do it. So that's something that she was like. So I'm going to say that getting arrested is a lie. Okay. So I have been on the Oprah show as a guest. Brief, brief, brief story on that. My mother was on the show a prior week and they asked, you know, hey, they were taught, they asked, she answered some question and they said, you know, hey, afterwards the producer said, we're going to, um, do a show next week about what it sounds like kids your son's age would like to would like to do. Would your son like to be on it? Of course, my mama said, yeah, of course I'm going to let him be on there. So the next week I was on the panel and, you know, got to meet Oprah and it was a panel of like 30-something kids and everything. And, you know, it was an experience. You know, I don't want to, on the first episode, give my, uh, <laughs> my, 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 my feedback on that experience. But once I get a little more comfortable, I'll talk about, you know, how that was and, you know, my, my view towards Because we Ms. love Oprah, Oprah right? Right? We do. She is a TSU alum. But does right? Oprah love us? <laughs> that was but does Oprah love us? Deep for us. Why won't she come to homecoming? Ooh. Why? Why? But okay, anyway, whatever. I did perform on the Chicago theater stage when I was, I told y'all, I kind of was a nerd. Or I wasn't a nerd. I was just artistically gifted. So I was in the Chicago Children's Choir. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? That sounds kind of like, I don't know. Uh, elementary, elementary. You about seven. She was right. Wait, 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 seven. I, was, seven. I think it was third or fourth grade. Yeah. It was whenever Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat was Why? starring Donny Osmond. So, <laughs> so anyway, wow. I actually, our elementary school auditioned for that. We never won, but we did audition two times in a row, so we got to perform oh, on cool. the Chicago Theater. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of dope. Oh, I have not been arrested in California. I, I didn't think that. Yeah. I, 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 he was very specific with this. Yeah, guy. yeah. I'm not, in California. In California. California. In, California. in California. I've never been <laughs> arrested in California. So that's cool. That's, like, that's Yeah, I hope right. y'all kind of learned something about each other. Yeah. Kind of learned each other. So, right. you know, what we're going to do now is kind of just talk about, you know, one of the topics we're going to hit on. So we're going to talk a range of topics. You know, some of them will be a little more middle of the road, and some of them are probably going to get kind of spicy. So, you know, if we're going to have a spicy topic, we'll go ahead and give you the heads up, a disclaimer, like don't listen to this with the kids, you know, because there will be some that aren't as kid-friendly. But, um, you know, one thing that I know we always kind of struggle with as parents, and I know I did. Oh, I I left out. I was married at one point. I'm I'm divorced. Um, So um, I have a great co-parenting relationship. Shout out to the ex-wife um but um one thing that always is a challenge i know for me it was and i can't speak for everyone was the balancing of responsibilities um as far as being a parent Mm -hmm. so you know i know one thing with me you know i i was younger then and i had a mentality that hey you know I'm the financial provider, you know, I paid for, you know, all of the medical bills. So, hey, I don't have to get up in the middle of the night and feed anybody. I don't have to do this. Now, like I said, I'm not saying it was right. I was a little younger, you know, but um, 
I know that was my mindset. And I know that they, I've talked to some friends that you know, somewhat that's their mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I wanted to do is just kind of throw it out there and just say, you know, how did you all in your parenting situations kind of handle that responsibilities from kind of the more things that are, quote unquote, the, the mother's role versus the father's role? Okay. I'll go first on this one since I'm the because he's the, brand new, the brand new mm-hmm. newbie. I'm still in the, mm-hmm. the, the one year phase, but um, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, um, my wife basically took off for work for I don't know eight months, mm. and so she got good benefits, mindset, right? right? <laughs> my mindset where mm. you know I'm working every day and I'm going to the office every day in the middle of the pandemic and everything. You know, I, I'm in the office, and so I had to get up and go and drive to and fro. So I'm like, hey, from a standpoint, this before daycare, I'm like, hey, you know, just be full-time mom. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of times in the middle of the night, you know, we would hear them crying, and I wouldn't get out the bed because I can't nurse. I don't have any boobs. Like, you know, it wasn't my I don't my, have my a teat. Right, I can't do <laughs> that. So from a support standpoint, I felt like I didn't support as much as I needed to. But I felt just from an overall standpoint when I was there, I wanted to be present in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely after work, in the mornings, and things of that nature. But um, I do wish I was a little bit more uh, open to getting up at those 3 o'clock in the morning time frames and, you know, helping and grabbing them. And I did it every once in a while. Um, but definitely something that I felt is this more was a mother's responsibility to that, that, that bonding time, that breastfeeding time. Um, and so I was a little bit lazy put it that way um but not necessarily i don't feel anything bad about it but i could have done more okay um i breastfed all of my children so um and maybe i don't know if i was wrong for this but they didn't leave my room for quite some time so it wasn't too much of getting up was more like rolling over you Mm. know but because i breastfed i kind of leaned over to the side and i fell asleep he would kind of replace uh, the feeding back in his or her mouth. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it was a shared responsibility. Um, I do remember having conversations, uh, feeling like, you know, um, do you need more help? Do you need more help? Because he somewhat felt like, not that it was, wasn't his responsibility, but there's nothing I can do your breastfeeding. Right. And that's when I was like, <laughs> pumping, no problem. Yeah. Here's, you know, I'm not, I'm not relinquishing my power, but here we can share this responsibility. So now I can run errands freely. And that was much, that was a really difficult um, decision to make because that's a lot of bonding time. Sure. Um, so when I, d- when, after we had that conversation, I almost felt like I was sliding him of an experience as well. Mm-hmm. So I had to give away some of that motherly power and pump so that if I'm not in the room if I'm you know he felt still useful mm-hmm. in a way so although I am a breastfeeding advocate yes. um, I'm totally I'm also an advocate for pumping as well as breastfeeding just so that the father can feel present in those sure. moments so um, but that's how we solved the problem that we didn't know we had until we had that conversation that's good oh, that's good yeah. liquid gold i mean it my is. ex-wife pumped and i still wasn't doing nothing because <laughs> i was just a lazy father i was like hey um hey hey right. you, you hear that oh well here my situation she was she didn't even she never slept in her nursery she was in the room yeah what? I yeah mean, yeah we had the cooler yeah. next to the bed yeah. and just okay. which yeah. is another thing that we'll top on you know i don't agree with necessarily the baby sleeping in the room yeah. it kind of kills a little it so. does kill a vibe <laughs> it does but i mean i think the girls left the room 
at one, and it was easier for the girls because there was two of them. Okay. So when I had two cribs, they actually didn't want to do anything apart. So they okay. shared the same crib, even though there was two ever everything in the room. So I think I had it a little bit easier. My son, however, did not leave the room for a very long time. Okay. But shortly after he was born is when um, we we divorced. So that wasn't I didn't handle buying in the room anyways. Okay. But he didn't leave my room for a very very long time. So I, I guess I can understand how that can be a struggle. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's tough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Our our situation was kind of different. Um, my oldest, I had her when I was in grad school. So I was in grad school, and her dad was doing an internship in Kentucky. So I was staying with my parents. So I did I, I did it all. Uh, when he was there, like when he would come visit, he was there like every weekend, and he would participate and do you know different things. But for the most part, I, I did it all with regard to her and sleeping in bed. She slept in my bed until I so she was like seven. Oh um, what? Oh yeah I, I know yeah don't seven don't, like years don't old? judge me. Ooh. Seven years old, yes. Seven years old. And that's when I started another relationship and he we moved in it. together. <laughs> we moved in You're together like, so go. she had to, okay. to go to her own room. <laughs> right. Um and then he worked night so sometimes when he was at night she was like, Can I come down and sleep? I was like, mm. Of course, let's go. Yeah. Yeah I'm, I'm that's tough to wean off. Yeah it is. I know. And that's one thing too my, I wanted to say too with this yeah. You know, we read a lot of books and had a lot of advice from older people and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. One thing that she was really, really adamant about is basically, I think we had a bassinet for yeah. three to four months, I think, maybe three, four months. And then after that, he's in his room. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. right down the hall and he's in his room. And that yeah. actually stuck and it worked. The first one or two nights is a little tough, but yeah. I'm really, really happy he's independent. Yeah. Um, that, he, that worked mm-hmm. out great. I guess I was afraid of that. Um, what is it? Uh, Sid, step yes, step Sid. Sid. I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm checking pulses and heartbeats yeah, yeah, every couple of yeah. seconds. You know. Yeah. Um, but even now, I, I do see how it's affected my my son. He's three, um, and I have uh, everyone in my home has their own has their own room, their own bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son will choose what bed he's going to sleep on for that <laughs> night. He has his own bed, his own room. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to sleep with, and it's like. I don't know what kind of little boy I'm raising, but you yeah, know, hey, but yeah. he got he got options at <laughs> night, you know. Options. Like so, um, yeah. I guess it's backfiring on me now, but I didn't think about that. And it was my first son, you yeah, know. It was like, yeah. and I was going through an emotional time when I was divorcing. So it was like I was cuddling with him a little bit too much, but I guess I'll pay for it later. So <laughs> that's, that's actually funny you said that because like I'll speak on, you know, like I said, my my daughter, she was six weeks early, so like you said, we were a little hesitant to yeah. let her see, and then we tried to transition and. And it was a nightmare because she, they were like, let her cry it out. I'm like, you know, I want to cry tough. it out. But, you know, it's one thing when she's crying, but when she's like wailing yeah. and projecting vomit, I can't Ooh. let my child yeah. just sit in there and do that. Yeah. So it was interesting after the divorce when we both had our own uh, individual places, I will say I was a little lonely. So I would let. Yeah. her sleep in there with me because yeah. I'm like you know I liked having that little body yeah. in there yeah. rolling yeah. over <laughs> however it did get to a point where I'm like alright gotta stop being selfish yeah. right. she needs to be independent and I started putting her in her own room so now she sleeps in there until she like you know, has a nightmare or accident like last night comes knocking on my door at four in the morning. At least you get a knock. I know. <laughs> I, I, I get a knock because I lock my door. Goodness so I'm, just, I, I'm savage. I, I don't lock, like hey, doors. Hey, I don't like lock doors. I was like, yo, I got to lock this door because, you know, we can't just have you having free reign. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that, that's, that's, that's just a huge thing, you know, because a lot of people will say, you know, oh, it's the mother's job to do this or it's the father's when, you know, in hindsight, both people need to participate in yeah, that. True. So it's good to 
to hear that, you know, there was a mix on both sides right. of, you know, what it was and what it wasn't. So I definitely want to continue this topic. You know, right. we're going to pick back up on this, but I just kind of wanted to intro it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, intro everybody to the individuals that are on here. And also what we're going to do um, is have... Um, a segment where it's actually uh, Kiki's Corner is what we're calling it. Okay. So <laughs> Kiki's Corner, Corner like she got it. her own little Ooh. spotlight. Mm-hmm. So it'll be just an opportunity for, you know, her to g- lend us her expert therapist advice True. and her view on some of the topics that we're going to discuss. So, you know, I definitely want to thank everybody for their feedback today. Yeah. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in and be sure to hop in on the next episode where we will going a little bit deeper into the balance of um, responsibilities for parenting. So absolutely. any last words from anybody? Awesome first episode. My Thank God. you, team. Yeah, Man, like yeah. y'all yeah. can't see me. Cool. You feel my palms sweating when I you did. slap my it's hand? Like, I wasn't going to say nothing, but <laughs> you said it. I'm you know what I'm Sweaty. Knees, spaghetti. Hey, you know, mom, spaghetti. I'm over here feeling it. Mom, no. spaghetti. Thank everybody. You know, we made it through. And, um, you know, just, just, just keep supporting us. Yes. Uh, keep tuning in. Where can they follow on Instagram. You can actually follow us on Instagram at the Parental Advisory Podcast. I All think. spelled out because All Remy is a out. scholar. He's I know. A scholar. <laughs> I know. The Parental Advisory podcast yeah all spelled out so mm-hmm. check us out no underscores <clears throat> no uh hashtags in there just check us out follow us support the page um we're actually going to have a point where we're going to actually get feedback from our viewing audience so that we can actually talk about some of the topics that you guys find to be important too so yes. once again thank you guys for tuning in and we look forward to speaking to you on